Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. And for the past seven days, I have recommended a game for Edwin to play. And that game was... Who boy. The Stillness of the Wind, or just Stillness of the Wind, without the the. If you want to be reminded that you're going to die alone and your rotting carcass will be eaten by ravenous goats, then <laughs> oh boy, do we have a game for you. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy the stylings of farming and making your own cheese, this might be the game for you. An impending death. An <laughs> impending death and doom. Reading letters from your loved ones that have long forgotten about you. <laughs> But your loved ones seem to want to have been poets in Shakespearean England and write incredibly florid prose about nothing. (laughs) They do write very well, considering this seems to be set in the future. Right. They're very good at writing on paper. And they grew up on a desolate farm with little access to uh, to education, perhaps. So The Stillness of the Wind is the second game from developing house called Memory of God slash Lambic Studios. I'm not sure which one actually made the game. Might be Lambic Studios. Could be the Memory of God. Who knows? But this is a follow-up to a game, which I don't remember. Oh, Where the Goat's At. Where the goat's at. Where the goat's at. Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> so the goat seems to be goat seems to be a recurring theme in this game. They love goats. I mean, to be honest, goats are pretty awesome. Have you seen the YouTube videos of them of baby goats jumping on things? The only them talking video I've pretty seen good. on goats is the one where it sounds like Usher singing that one song going ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a great time when there was a whole bunch of goat memes going around. Yeah, that was a good time. Did that Taylor Swift I song? Missed, I missed that. Yeah, that was the same goat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually made one for Scream and Shout by Britney and Will I Am. Oh, nice. Mm. You made one. I did make one. Oh, great. Let's it. let's pull it up. Okay, one moment, please. I think I put it in Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the action. Did you make that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> what what drove you to make it? Like, I want to know, you know, what was the things in your heart that forced you to say, this is what needs to be made? <laughs> yes. You wake up in the morning, have your coffee. <laughs> I know. You know, open up your laptop, crack your, finger, crack, crack your fingers. <laughs> well, that was a famous goat edit of that Taylor Swift song, um, Trouble. Right. I don't know if you remember that, because that was like a yep. big is anything. And then I think around that same time, that new Britney song came out. And, you know, it, it, just just, fit. it did fit. Yeah. 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 I made it for a friend of mine who was a huge Britney fan. So. so this is the one that I remember, which is, I think it was a song called Yeah by Usher hmm. uh, with Usher singing along. <laughs> <laughs> the goats on pitch. <laughs> so this this game is a follow up to the critically acclaimed <laughs> "Where the Goats Are." <laughs> and the game that we're going to be talking about is called "The Stillness of the Wind," which they describe as a quiet rumination on life and loss. And I would describe as a goat herding depression simulator. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this game is very moody. Yeah, I'd say. I'd agree with that. It sets the tone immediately um, with its opening sequences. 
Yes, because the first thing you will see when you open the game is this wonderful bit of text. Nana used to say, each day she was born, she's called her, she call, she's called Dawn, daughter of yesterday, mother of tomorrow. That pretty much sets the tone for the whole game. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it also sets the tone by you unable to skip it. Unable to skip. Yep, you're going to see that quite a lot. <laughs> uh, you get some nice birds chirping at dawn, mm. and we see a, four, a small farmstead uh, as the sun rises. The camera swoops in closer, and uh, we get some on-screen uh, control hints, which is like you can tap left and on the left side of the screen to move, and then you tap on the right screen to interact, I think. I think it's like one finger. Ah, one and two fingers. One tap yeah. to move, two taps to interact. I think that's what it meant. We'll get to some of the UI quirks yeah. a little bit later on. We're introduced to Talma, who grew up on this farm. And there's some you know, sentimental text. Time was when 16 pairs of shoes waited by the front door. And now she greets the day alone. <laughs> now, I would say 16 people in that tiny ass house. It's going to be pretty crowded. It's yeah. going to be a snug fit. It is. Maybe they lost some buildings over the way. You tap around and out comes what I would describe as a starfish in a robe. <laughs> it's just patrick from spongebob yeah, right. squarepants yeah. it's a sort of a, a stylized older woman right who's like wrapped up in bundles has like a hood over doesn't have a face um, or doesn't have a head right it's it's a it's, very stylized look if yeah. you think of games like journey or i always do or even something like yeah what is that monument valley Kind of has that same vibe of artistic simplicity, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we, I mean, the movement is fantastic. The mm-hmm. animation of this starfish in a robe. You know instantly <laughs> that it's a slightly older person because mm-hmm. I think their movements are a little more considered. Um, and then you kind of just stand there and you're like, well, all right, let's get down to figuring out what to do. There's, you come out of your house, there's a smaller building to your right which is probably where you're going to investigate first. Mm-hmm. And in there, you see that there's some cheese you've been storing up. Mm. There's a big old cauldron. Uh, and you're like, well, you're told that you only have enough cheese for five more days. Mm. So, okay, it's, it's cheese making time. Um, Gotta make some cheese. Yep, you can, uh, so you leave, you see a little basket, you can collect some eggs from the chickens, you can find a pail from somewhere, and uh, then you can go milk a goat, which are there in the adjacent uh, paddock. Uh, which has some of the most realistic teat squeezing sounds I've ever heard. <laughs> it's quite upsetting the first time I came across that. Can you describe it? Can you can you make the sound effect? Can you imitate it with your with your mouth sounds? Mm, let's try it. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Was it like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to everyone listening right now. <laughs> we try to make this the most accurate ASMR yeah. teat squeezing podcast ever. <laughs> And the interactions with these are very similar to Florence. So to to milk the goat, you're tapping. A little bit later, once you've collected the milk, you put it into a big cauldron and you need to stir it. That's where you're kind of doing a circular motion with your thumb. Yep. And then there's, I think, some other bunch of other things like that. So much like Florence, you're kind of interact. You're using these interactions as a way to kind of get things done. Right. Remind me of that. And there's a bunch of other stuff. There's like a rake where you can go and start turning over dirt in the field to make it sowable mm-hmm. sowable till you're tilling the land till the fields until they so that you can rich with plants. sow the seeds <laughs> farmer sam <laughs> i like it i oh. played a lot of farming games yeah 
Right. Um, and that's kind of it, really. There's also a well. Oh, there's a well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you're, once you've tilled the soil and sowed the seeds, you should quench the thirst of the seeds. <laughs> now I'm just getting into thirsty pornography. <laughs> you need to water your seeds. Um, and you do that by going to a well, getting a pail, mm-hmm. and then putting the water on the seeds. Yeah. So you're collecting eggs, you're milking goats, you're making cheese, you're farming, mm-hmm. collecting the water. And there's a set amount of time before you notice that the sun is setting. You do get two signals of this. One is a visual sun setting. Mm-hmm. Two is if you do too much activities, poor Talma tires out. Mm-hmm. She makes a really sad little sound going, ah. And you see scribbly lines on top of her head. And initially I thought she was dying. And I'm like, oh no. Already? <laughs> Already. This is it. I'm getting to it quick. <laughs> um, but no, she just needs some food. And then you have to go inside and, and make some food. Which she just slurps up <laughs> as she sits on her chair. That ravenous starfish. We should talk about the traveler. On the next day, when you wake up in your homestead and you're greeted with a five to ten second intro of your day starting out, once again, <laughs> you head towards your fence to check the mail and you're greeted with a traveler who has a big backpack, also has no face, might also be a starfish. Yeah. If it's in the future, perhaps we're all starfish then. We're actually all starfish. <laughs> Um, and one, one of the things that you do is you collect a letter from your loved ones that have left you. You can, you have the option to read it, which is, I think one of the first ones you get is from either a son or a daughter that has said, I have just completed Academy. I cannot wait to be one of the people that leaves this planet among and travels among the stars and Luna like heading towards planet Luna or headed towards mm-hmm. Luna. So you get a sense that this might be in the future yeah. it's, or it might be another world altogether. Um, where starfish live. Where starfish live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the desert. The starfish defeated humans <laughs> and took over the world. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty cool. Because, you know, their limbs grow back. They do. I mean, that's they, a pretty awesome biological advantage. But we don't know if limbs do grow back on Tama. Maybe they you did. Maybe, maybe, mm. maybe that's how she had 16 children. Oh, they're like parts of her. Like budding. Yeah, I think it's called budding, where <laughs> you cut off a part of yourself and it grows into a complete... We can do it with plants, being. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does it work? Maybe it works on worms. Oh, anyway. Mm. <laughs> We're off topic. <laughs> so, In a very upsetting way. So talk about the Traveler, Edwin. The Traveler is your connection to the outside world. He brings both mail and things to barter with, for and with. Mail meaning posts. Well, he is also a male, it seems. Wait, what do Americans say? Americans say mail, don't they? Uh, yes. And the British people say post? Yeah. Mm, okay, I get confused nowadays. <laughs> Which is a strange combination. Does that ever explain? That seems like he's a mail He's a mail carrier, and then he's also bargaining goods. Where does the mail come from? Does he work for the USPS? But then also brings his... It's, um, it seems like curious. an unruly land of starfish. Yeah, they haven't they quite have got made up their own with, laws. Mm, I see. <laughs> and systems. Maybe the Postal Service has been no longer... He might be the, the Kevin Costner starfish. Oh, or he is the, post the postman. <laughs> so he'll bring you mail. Um, if you miss him, he'll leave it in the mailbox. He also brings seeds. He Right. So he also brings stuff that you can then trade cheese, mushrooms, and eggs for 
in the world's most confusing screen. Right. Which I honestly had to Google what the hell's going on and read a walkthrough to find out what I was supposed to do here. I don't know, Sam, did it trip you up as well? It didn't. I just clicked around and it sort of made sense from like moving from one side to the other. Right. I feel like that's a failing of UI if just clicking around randomly right. and is then kind of get, what you do. You get something done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Even the cooking screen. Well, I, I cooked something first. Ah, okay. And so it was kind of similar to the cooking screen where if you wanted to cook something... You had to tap on your inventory, which is like you have eggs and then you have a cheese and then you click on the cook button. Cheese omelet. Cheese omelet. Delicious. Omelet du fromage. <laughs> Avec goat. <laughs> cheval. Le cheval. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. Very good, Sam. Uh, and have that cheese omelet um, that she slurps up like a soup. <laughs> I would say that's a pretty good summary of maybe your first encounter of the game. Mine was a lot shorter than that. Well, let's get to that. <laughs> uh, this is my third attempt at playing it because, as I found out, the game does not save your state until nighttime. Oh my goodness. Much like Stardew Valley once again. Yeah. Which was infuriating then. And let me tell you, still infuriating now. Still infuriating. So if you're playing this game, set aside at least 10, 15 minutes to start with. Right. I started the game three times. I started the game twice, <laughs> and I was about to quit, um, mainly because of that situation. Because uh, the only p- only times I play is um, either on the bus, yeah, right, in which you know you're you're constantly like moving around or on the subway, right? Like you don't really have time to sit down and really think about things, and when you do, if it's too boring, you fall asleep. <laughs> it's been a long day at work. The other time I play is when I'm getting ready for bed. And if the game is too calming, which this game is very calming. Uh, is that the word I'd use? <laughs> I just fall asleep. So there were some situations where I was playing. I was ready for like the first two minutes and then it just got mm-hmm. too long before I knew what to do and I had to do it. So, yeah. It got to a situation where I think two times it just didn't save my progress and I tried to go back to it the next day, yeah. realize I had to start from the beginning. Yeah, like if you're going to port the game to mobile, like you really have to embrace the fact that it's a mobile phone and people aren't really sitting down playing it, or at least yeah. at first. You have to give them, give them a clue. So I do think this is a game that was primarily made for PC and console. Absolutely, yes. Right? I think it is out on Switch and the It is out Xboxes on Switch. It's out for PC. I don't think it's out for anything else, really. Right. Um, it's just for Switch and PC. So, um, I, mean, actually, I mean, I totally get, you know, get it out in front of as many people as possible. iOS is a big gaming platform, mm-hmm. but... Um, I just don't know if it was the right one. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Make, make considerations where... It does save the state of where you are exactly, um, and then yeah. allows you to continue off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how long? I can't even measure. Like, how do we measure? Like, what have you gotten to in Tama's adventure? Oh, to be honest, not much. <laughs> yeah. Alert. I kind of got to like maybe the first letter. I've discovered. I did milk the goat. Oh yeah. I milked the goat yeah. and then I put it into the big cauldron. Yep. To cook it, but then I didn't know what to do afterwards. Oh, did I, you light the fire? I, I lit the fire. Stir the cauldron. I seared the cauldron. Uh, and then there's some molds on the desk. Oh. Or table. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's very, you know, often I quite like... So the lack like, of like over... Sometimes, you know, a bunch of games over-tutorialize. Mm. This was... 
under tutorialized. Under tutorialized, yeah. yeah. I do feel like it was missing just a bit of guidance. Yeah. Especially for something that was mobile. Um, also, because the game looks great. It does. It doesn't really translate to the mobile because some of the things are just too small for you to consider and tap on. For example, like the size of the chicken basket where you collect the eggs mm, was a yeah. good size for you to tap and barely see. But then the size of the milking tin was very, very small in comparison. And, you know, it almost looks like a, a an uninteractable object. Yeah, I found it difficult to, to be able to, uh, yeah, tell between interactables and non-interactables. Right. Especially in that cooking desk, right? Like if you're in the, right, there's like two different plates and then maybe like a cup and something else. I don't know which of those things I was able to tap on or not. Because when I did tap on it, it would just tell me this anecdote of how <laughs> how someone once used to make curds of milk or something like that and repeated to tell me that five more times. Uh, did you explore outside your small farm? So I only got to the little graveyard that was there, which almost made me cry. Oh boy. Oh, I missed that, thankfully. And then the well, but I did not go outside because I was very fearful of Thomas' health. <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah, I took a little walk. I found some rocks and some mushrooms, mm. which you need a basket to collect, of course. And of course, oh. I have a basket. So I was like, oh, well. And she's not the fastest walker. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was a long day in the sun. <laughs> but it did seem that time kind of stopped when you left the farm. Oh, interesting. So you don't get trapped at night in the desert. Mm. Which, probably for the best. Starfish hate the desert at night. <laughs> what are they doing in the desert in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Starfish need water. <laughs> should we should we talk about our overall impressions of this game? I like the idea and I'm glad it exists, but I don't want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think it's a very interesting point and like it's great to be reminded of the specter of death looming around every corner. And it's quite nice to have a slow meditative game. But it was really heavy. It was a, if we're using our fruit rating scale, this is a grapefruit. Uh, yeah, where jackfruit like, oh. <laughs> on top of a grapefruit. Right, where I just had to force myself to play it sometimes because of this damn show. Right, I started resenting this show. You're making me play this stupid this <laughs> game that I just kind of don't really want to play. <laughs> I feel like there are two aspects that were that were getting in the way for me of it being a double grapefruit. <laughs> One. Imagine peeling a grapefruit just to find out there's another grapefruit inside. That'd be amazing. That'd be, what the hell is this? The friggin' double grapefruit. What the hell? Open a grapefruit. There's another grapefruit. <laughs> the first thing that was a grapefruit for me was that I just don't think iOS is the right platform for this game. Right? There are lots of things that I feel if I was given a situation, I was on a PC, I would have taken a bit more time you know, I would have committed myself about 30 minutes to just click around and really explore things. Yeah. Um, so outside of that, uh, the other grapefruit was that this game already sets itself to be a very emotional game, right? Like I felt like I was going on a plane ride and going to watch an emotional movie. <laughs> um, and that is kind of a daunting feeling for me because I know that I'm just going to cry. <laughs> Right. So that was like the double double grapefruits for me. Like yeah. I feel I really wanted to see to get to the morsel of the story that really hooked me to have me go forward. Yeah. But those moments came a little too late and a little too slow for a mobile game. 
right? It is very slow. It didn't, it didn't parse it out like the way that something like Florence did, right? So right. Florence, I feel it's also a very story-driven game that sort of gets you, uh, but it's built around a mobile device, right? It was sort of made for mobile consumption. Mm, so it yep. broke up the stories in the right spots. It gave you chapters in really meaningful ways. Um, while this game still tried to make it really interactable by like circling the teats and stirring the pots, you know, with like, with, with your finger. <laughs> right. mm. um, I don't think it was enough. It was enough considerations for it to, for you to really enjoy this on a mobile device. And it's a long game. It's a long game. Looking at, uh, there's a playthrough uh, split into three and each video is an hour long. So it's probably about three hours oh boy. to complete it. Which is uh, like a long time yeah. to get the payoff. Right. It feels like, I feel like my, I would just get irritated by this game before the emotional payoff mm. kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to experience it, um, but not probably not through the iOS. Yeah, or at least let's take a pass at refining it for the mobile experience. Right. You know, yeah. like that's really depressing first experience to go, oh, I play for a little bit, come back to it, right. restart. Like that's restart. just the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and even the restart is not a pleasant experience because you can't skip over any of the five minutes of intros <laughs> that, it needs to, that you need to watch. Right. Um, but having said that, let's get on to the three by threes. All right, same good point that applies to every single game we talk about. The artwork is great. The artwork is but great. But it is great. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Like, it does set off that really good cinematic feel. Um, you know, you can just tell that there was a lot of effort put yeah. in. Yeah, some great little particle effects. You know, good just, stars. Yeah. We talked about good stars in our previous game. Alien, colon, blackout. Blackout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another good, another set of good stars. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, and like very cinematic camera movements, mm-hmm. the pans in and out. I did notice one thing though. Um, I'm playing on the XS Max, Tennis Max, with tennis. Yep. And so it's a slightly wider screen, and there's a part of the skybox that was just peeking out. Oh dear. Okay. Um, that I thought it kind of looked like you know in Hollywood they have those skylights that shoot up that make it look like um, very sort of, this is a bustling city. And it kind of looks like a Batman signal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of... Or kinda, a terrible nightclub in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looked like that. And I was like, that's not supposed to... I don't know. Uh, but like every time you encountered the night and then like the morning dawn animation happened, I would see that little thing on the corner. And, oh, it's kind of broken. But just a little, you know, yeah. broke yeah, the peer, illusion for me. Yeah, you peer, peer behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, another good point. The soundtrack Ooh, yes. was really good. You have a nice, subtle type of music that starts you off. Um, already feels like an A24 movie. <laughs> Do I know what that means? I think I know what that means. A24, they make really good indie movies that you're interested in. Oh, okay. They're like a production. Yeah, they're a production house. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anytime you see like an A24 trailer, you're just like, oh, I'm going to like this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> it caters to us. It knows me. <laughs> But yeah, the soundtrack was really good. You can tell that they paid a lot of attention just to the feel of this game. Not just the soundtrack that's great, it's also the sound effects, all the little incidental noises are fantastic. Yeah. She like whistles when she's milking the goats or stirring the pot. 
which is like amazing. There was a little thing that she did that was a really good indicator where if you tapped on something that she wasn't able to do, she'd just be like, uh-uh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And sh- shook a little starfish head. Everything, everything that she did just make my heart break a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very well done. And the goat teeth squeezing sound. <laughs> Uncanny. That I should b- win an award. Yeah, I bet they actually went to a farm Best with microphones. Best teat squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Apple Design Award In a for mobile that? game. <laughs> there was just like a really good opening about the story that's going to unfold. And I think that mm-hmm. promise was really well done. Unfortunately, and this is going to get to the bad points. Segway. Uh, it was really long in terms of a mobile game for us to get to that emotional payoff but that promise of it was very well done that it kept me interested it's just everything else about it kind of detracted me from actually experiencing it yeah i got to the point where i wanted to oh i just want to know more about the just give me more story oh my god can you imagine me saying that wow um so i would just leave my phone on and let it stand there (laughs) oh no because it didn't seem there were many consequences of not feeding the goats or mm. not eating would or she, anything. Would she die from hunger? I mean, who knows? Mm. Not not on the couple of days where I didn't do anything. Poor Tama. <laughs> yeah. Poor Starfish. But that just seemed a little inconsequential. Or you get to that. I mean, to even get to that point, I think, kind of shows a failing, right? If you just well, just leave the game open just so you can clock some hours right. just to move it along. Yeah, can you? Uh, is, is it possible for you to go to bed earlier? Is that even possible? I, I think she said, it. I'm not trying. I'm not, I'm not tired yet. Oh. That's what stuff it sounded like, apparently. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, slow, but there is the promise of story. Yeah. Uh, which is why I suggest if you uh, will put a link to the app unwrapper walkthrough, mm. they do a pretty good job of uh, going through the whole story for you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I just saw one video because I was wondering about um, the goat, mm. how to milk the goat. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was a door in between you and the goats that you oh, had to open. Because I, mm, I would hold the tin and I would walk towards the goat and point on the goat, and tap on the goat, and oh. she'd go, ah, ah. Right? Oh, oh, because she wouldn't open the gate for yeah. you. You had to go open the gate first. You had to go open the gate first. Open gate, then milk goat. Then milk goat. Yeah, I think um, there's a whole bunch of just little interaction quirks. Um, like you can't check the mail from inside your little compound. You have mm. to open the gate, go outside. Make sure the chickens don't go out. Yeah, then go back. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really seem to serve a purpose other than to irritate the player. Yeah. Um, tapping around was also, I don't, didn't feel great. I found that often just dr- drop the thing I was holding whenever right. you go interact with something else. So there's just pails and boxes and chickens and yeah. uh, things just strewn all over the place. Shotguns and At rakes. One, <laughs> just like, what's point, happening? Yeah. Like, I, I picked up the shotgun. You know, I thought it was kind of cool. And then I, okay, let's go pick up this tin for the goats. And then she just drops the shotgun <laughs> on the floor. I'm like, right. Tama, come this on. This is just chaos. Yeah. <laughs> is this how you've been living your life? Right. I'm trying to embody the, you know, an aging starfish. And I'm like, well, no, I'll be tidy. I want to put it back where it belongs. But no, just drop she it. Can't, yeah, yeah. Just drop it. That bugged it me quite ground. a bit. Like that kind of broke the illusion. Yeah. You know. Um, and then, you know, this UI for bartering was a little bit crazy. Um, yeah, I just didn't quite like the kind of UI overlays, like a hand-drawn 
yeah. sort of decision, which I, I didn't know. have too much problems with that. Okay. I think my issue around the UI was that there wasn't enough guidance mm-hmm. um, or like just teaching you what were the clickable elements and like, which were the, the interactable elements. And I was trying to think of other games that might've done this a little bit better. Well, in PUBG, you get a little outline around all the guns. Yeah, um, I feel Donut County, Donut County, which was another game that was also available for both mm. PC and mobile. Games are both roughly unchanged for each other, but I think the mobile did a pretty good job on making sure you knew which objects were the ones to suck in, as opposed to the ones that were just like <laughs> set fixed elements on the stage. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, I don't even though this was a game of like discovery and you sort of figuring it out, I wish there was just a little bit more to help guide you through the mobile experience of like saying, this is a, this is an object that you can interact with. I would ask the question, when does a tedium simulator just become tedious? Mm. Which I think is a very difficult line to walk. Like you, the point of the game is to kind of, at least I think the point of the game is to remind you of the repetitious tedium of life at the end of your days and you're going to die alone and that's a very that's a, you know a noble premise for a game mm-hmm. but when it just becomes boring for the player that's a difficult thing to get over right and like how do you bring back that the message. fact that you're yeah you know because i mean it is a tedium simulator right that is kind of the whole point of it i don't know i think <laughs> see People love games like um, Stardew Valley, which I feel does pretty much the same things in terms of you farming, collecting stuff, fishing, collecting mushrooms, and all that stuff. But people don't find that tedious for some reason, and I think it's because there are kind of set goals that are set for you. While I understand like this is supposed to be a little bit more poignant in that you know, everything we do might kind of be for nothing because you're just going to die alone. It might be the central (laughs) message. I just didn't get, for me, it was like, I didn't get that message and that that was the thing that I was supposed to get from it. Right. Whereas Stardew Valley is like, you know, these are sort of objective based. Sure. It's tedious, but you see things update and grow. Mm. Um, Yeah. I just, for me, it was like that lack of signal or that reinforcement that, you know, maybe it just needed to be spelled out for me because like, I can't, I can't parse that in a mobile game as opposed to like, if I watch it in a movie, Mm. you know, if I, if I see it in like a TV show or even read it in a book, like you can kind of deduce it. Right. But yeah, it was harder for me to understand that in this game. I I definitely feel what you're trying to say. My next bad point, it was very heavy handed in its message. It was like, (laughs) you know, you will be depressed by playing this game. Here is a sad letter. We're going to set it up. It's going to seem happy for now. (laughs) But you will see. You will see. It will not be happy. Look how sad she is. Even when she says, hey, it's like, hey. But that didn't annoy you about Florence? (laughs) I think this is my main complaint about Florence was how kind of heavy handed it was. Well, but uh, a different game, you know, I get it, <laughs> but I feel like that was my main complaint with Florence. Uh, yeah. And I also wrote down that, uh, you know, 
irritating pretentiousness permeates every pixel of this game. Wow. You yeah. and your peas. I know. Shall I look this pop shield up? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as soon as you read that opening quote, right. you're like, oh, oh boy. It's a doozy. <laughs> you yeah. kind of know. You're like, that kind of sets the tone and it doesn't really stop. No, it doesn't stop. Um, for I mean, me, letters yeah. are bonkers from the small, the baby starfish. Yeah. Like who writes like that? Who writes like that? <laughs> starfish. Yeah. They love their literature. <laughs> Final seven day rating, Sam. It's, it's unfair. It's unfair because I feel like I would love this game if it wasn't for mobile. Well, luckily but it's not. So you can play it on PC and we can come back next week. Two out of seven days. Yeah. That's a two for me too. I do see the qualities of like why people might like this. Absolutely. Um, but I'm for glad me, it exists. I'm glad it exists. Yeah, totally. Not a game for me. Not a game for me on mobile. Speaking of not a game for you, I have uh, next week's game right here. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, By your snickering, mm-hmm. I am trembling with excitement. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Sam, you have seven days to play Sentinels of the Multiverse. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we need an echo for that. Can you say it again? So, that's true. I have that left over from the, the old show. Sentinels of the Multiverse. Tell me about this. This is a it's a it's a board game. It's a board game. So my thing of the week is going to be Sentinels of the Multiverse. I played it for the first time this weekend and it was a lot of fun. And they have made a version available on iOS. Mm. So I thought, that'll be fun. And I know Sam hates Sentinels of the Multiverse. So I'm going to torture him after he chose Stillness of the Wind. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I don't mean to put words in your mouth. Well, I do like, I like the concept of Sentinel of the Multiverse. I think that there are just other board games that kind of do this better. It's Yeah, this is a, a, a co-op game right. where you, you play as superheroes fighting a supervillain. And, you know, the game is is the supervillain that you have to play against. So there's yep. a whole bunch of mechanics kind of, you know, uh, acting against you. Right. So normally in the board game version of this, um, you control one superhero that has a particular deck of cards that you play through. Mm-hmm. And I think the point is that you need to get rid of the cards i forget i forget you've played this most recently <laughs> uh no you just need to defeat the villain right okay uh, but yeah you kind of you play through the cards and that gives you various abilities and actions you can take and can you reshuffle the cards when you're done or you was can there like sometimes, a set limit? okay sometimes sometimes people can play shuffle cards and take the top two or mm-hmm. something like that so but um I don't think it's just necessarily in the general order of play. Can okay. Shuffle? Well, I'm, I'm interested to see how the, the iPhone version. Yes. Plays through. Cause this is a co-op game. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued. Do we need to be friends in the game and we play together? Are we playing with AI bots? Yeah. I'm just intrigued to see how you're going to make it, uh, make it an iOS game. This has been out for a while, so this is not a new game. Do you want to read a short description of it? Let me read you some flavor text. Calling all sentinels. Do you have what it takes to defend the multiverse? Compose a team of comic book heroes, each with their own playstyles, backstories, and grudges. Pit them against a variety of maniacal and formidable villains. Defeat your enemies and save the multiverse. So there you are, Sam. Yeah. 
is available now, six ninety nine on the App Store. I have downloaded it, and we'll see how it goes. Before we go, things of the week. I've already spoiled mine. Mine was Sentinels of the Multiverse. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed the board game. Um, it's super fun to play as a co-op with a group of people, which is nice change from having to be competitive against each other. That's the nature of co-op games is that you do get to play on one side as opposed to playing each other and seeing the ugliness come out. Yeah, I mean, as a board game noob, I haven't really played that many co-op games, so that was, that was enjoyable. Uh, the characterizations are fun. I know you weren't a big fan of the artwork mm-hmm. from previous discussions we've had. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the characters are fun. You know, you, you see the parallels between the characters here because obviously they're not licensed so of they course. have to have kind of you know they take a little little side passage around what what these characters are <laughs> guy with fun. big claws <laughs> right i beam man yeah. um but it was great yeah and it has a nice amount of complexity where i feel that you can kind of dig in but not be too overwhelmed by it yeah um yeah if you're looking for a fun co-op game for like two to five people definitely check it out cool yeah i'm glad you played it um there are definitely lots of games that that go alongside sentinels of the multiverse i think sentinels of the multiverse is a good gateway Mm. for other co-op games that's a good point yeah um but yeah Uh, we maybe talk about that in future so my thing of the week yes you're gonna have to bleep this unfortunately fine this was a recommendation from my wife oh she said you should watch schitt's creek I mean, it's with a CH, so... On Netflix. Hmm. Uh, so I started watching it. I'm on episode five. Very oh. enjoyable. Ah, okay. If you'd like a show about horrible people that slowly turn around, mm. um, this seems to be another one of them. Yeah. So... I feel like I was turned off by, like, the stupid punny name. Hmm. Because I'm like, oh, but good to hear that it's good. Okay, I'll push past the name. Yeah, it's... Uh, if you're a fan of Eugene Levy... And I know that name. So he comes out in movies like Best in Show. Um, he's the dad in American Pie. Oh, yep. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yep. Um, it's created by him and his brother, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So give it a give. Watch the first few episodes because it's about like these rich people that get their um comeuppance comeuppance which is another which is a word i've said last episode but for some reason i'm saying it again yeah uh it's on netflix check it out just to jump on shows that whose names are bad but actually aren't that bad don't trust the bee in apartment 23 i started watching that it's now on hulu is it related to the bee movie (laughs) sadly no (laughs) it's bee bleeped out okay it's a terrible name uh but it's so far it's actually interesting it's on hulu it is now available on hulu yeah mm, okay. yeah uh, maybe i will give a more detailed update next week um, and that's our show that's our show if you want to tweet us for any reason we are sometimes on the internet at seven days to play uh if you want to follow our instagram which i occasionally update if you want to see it uh follow us on instagram at seven days to play you can listen to us all the time on spotify at seven days to play uh don't email us 